Right. So welcome back to the sports babble. Finally got sat down and got it going again. Um, thanks for sharing the post to put up and any of the new people that seen it. I think it was like eighteen hundred people or something seen it across the UK and Ireland, which is pretty cool. Like so, um, hope he does. Yeah, right. new followers and hope he listens. Uh, I think we got some like hundred and one or something the last time. So. It's a bit mad, still 101 people. If you get them one in one room, sit down, listen to us talk about sport. Like, it's a bit mental. So we're still at the infancy stage, um, but we'll see what happens and we'll keep going. Uh, we've got a couple of things we want to talk about this week. Um, Wayne Shaw and the FA Cup, the state of it. Uh, Roy McElroy and playing with Trump and why we should really look at all those things and get outraged over, in my opinion. Some of the GAA rules, especially the Super 8, we'll talk about. And then today... Uh, Three hundred million pound Manchester United won the AFL uh-huh. Cup. Yeah. Uh, big Zlatan is probably the the best free transfer <laughs> I've yeah. seen for a while. Like, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I don't know if you can call it. This is going to sound like I'm being cynical. I don't know if it can be free because of his wages. But then that's modern football for you. Like, he, I think he's superb. Like, as as, as horrible yeah. as that says. Like, Great player. I think that arrogant from other teams who maybe didn't. Didn't show an interest or turn their nose up at him. Yeah, I don't understand why you wouldn't want to. If he was out, if there was a genuine chance for you to sign him, if I if I if I found out Liverpool had a genuine chance to sign him and said no, I'd, I'd be annoyed like because twenty five goals or something she wins just wins games. Yeah, call the operator. But we will start with uh, everyone's apart from mine. You don't love it either, so you don't. Yeah. Beloved traditional FA Cup trophy, so traditional and so amazing that. Uh, the magic of the FA Cup can be sold down the river with the Sun newspaper. Isn't that brilliant? Yeah. The magic of the FA Cup. Well, it's not Cup. the first time, in fairness. No, it's not. I even hate mentioning their name, but I'll have to probably because some people won't understand if I say we'll the We'll call them the Scum. The Scum newspaper. Um, so basically, if you if you, you haven't seen what's been going on, uh, Sutton United, the non-league Sutton United, have the chance to play one of the biggest games yeah. in, in their history. One of English football's biggest and greatest teams in Arsenal. Host them at their ground. Uh, first point I want to make at them if you're aware of this they put their ticket prices up to £35 I, I'm not going to slag that because it's their only chance probably of, of doing it okay like, I, I, um, I know you're going to say of, but you know but they have to they have to milk it in terms of their own supporters I know There'll, there'll be supporters day in, or sorry, weekend, week out, will go and watch them probably play at 10 or through the gates. Yeah. But it's Arsenal, and you can't you can't not miss an opportunity like that. If they got in a way draw, they probably would have made more money. And their fans would have been fleeced by, by Arsenal. Okay. So, I could, or £35 to me. I think it's a bit much for non-league. I could see, I could definitely would have probably increased the prices now if we owned something. I'm not saying I would never but, increase But them. think of it, think of the demand. I mean, <clears throat> there's going to be a huge uptake in the local town yeah. for people looking to go to the game. Mm-hmm. And there is going to be a lot of freeloaders and bandwagon jumpers who haven't been there the rest of the season. So as long as the people who genuinely support them get tickets, I wouldn't see an issue about increasing it to okay. 35 quid. But uh, my or, little argument to that would be that you're talking about bandwagon jumpers, people that haven't been before, people in the town that hadn't been before that yeah. maybe would be like, oh, we'll go down and watch Sutton. If they, if they had have put it on for a little bit cheaper and got those fans in, they could maybe the next game bring those fans back again. 
Do you know what I mean by that? That would be my argument at that point. But I can understand. Should still be doing that anyway? Surely. Uh, okay. Well, I still think it was a bit much. When I seen that there, I laughed because it's supposed to be the FA Cup, not the FA Cup. And that was the first point that uh, made me chuckle. And then the second one was they had now I think it was like greens windows or something or greens yeah. um, conservatives or something was their, their title sponsor if, it, if it's wrong I'll, I'll put it on the, the end of the post on the comment later um, as their main share sponsor for the year yeah. and they sold themselves out for was it a million pounds for the sun the scum to advertise on them Yeah, uh, this is meant to be the magic the FA Cup and they sold themselves out for a game Yeah, and as soon as I heard that uh, and yeah okay I'm a pretty fan of the sun obviously Hate it a little bit more, but if it had been even the Guardian or the Daily Mail or whatever one it was, as soon as I'd have heard that they chipped off their main title sponsor, who sponsored them for the full season, yeah, I'd eventually want them to lose 82 yeah. 0, like I did when I heard it. Yeah, I think what we're going to talk about your guy Shaw, the sub goalie, and also um, the shirt deal, I think yeah. it, it kind of shows throughout the, the club the very highest level. I suppose there's a bit of a, a lack of morals. Um, and the, the, in fairness, I, I totally agree on the basis of the goalie getting sacked for what he done. Um, but in a way, it seems like there's other people in the club who have hung the goalie out the dray. Oh, he's been massively hung out the dray. I'll talk, he, but he, he deserved, the, oh, he deserved yeah. the sack. But um, yeah, he's a tube. Yeah. But um, this is supposed to be, and I'm going to keep mentioning it because everyone fired it in your face when the FA Cup gets on, the magic of the FA Cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sutton sold themselves out to a newspaper. Um, then they got the, uh, the goalkeeper out of pie in the 83rd minute Bantersaurus Rex he is for, um, for an 8-1 to bet that was on yeah. the sun yeah. uh, still this is meant to be the magic of the FA Cup no one has talked about the fact something only beat 2-0 by Premier League Arsenal it hasn't been mentioned exactly no, and, this is what... and the, if I was another player for Sutton United I'd be absolutely disgusted the biggest, the biggest game of your career um, something to tell or the Talk about cliches and everything. No, it's something to yeah. tell your kids and all about. Yeah, I mean, it'll constantly be referred to as the game where the fat goalie had a pay. Yeah, on the 83rd minute. I, I'm, I'm brutally honest. I would have, I would have drowned him. <laughs> so what? I'm not changing. I would have drowned him after the match. It just, I don't understand it. I mean, the sun give it the whole kind of. Though they get a few more sales out of it afterwards, oh, poor fat man, you know, play the violin for him. I'm sorry, he sold themselves to you, lot. And then he deserves the sack. Yeah, he's got him back he's, in. He's let, his team, he's let his teammates down, he let club down, and I suppose he let all ordinary decent football fans down by, by selling himself out to the scum. Well, unfortunately, in my eyes, Sutton let non league football down. Yeah. They totally had a chance. Totally Lincoln agree. played Burnley the day before or two days before on a Saturday, it might have been, at Burnley, and were just what well, everything you want from a non-league side. Yeah. Just and so that's the only g- other game I sort of watched of the FA Cup that weekend, yeah. the Burnley Lincoln game because it was Lincoln. You're saying, all right, let's we'll yeah. give it a go, like, and they just hassled and they harassed and they kicked and they whatever, but they tried to play football too, but they get stuck in and it was, it was a decent effort from the hundred ten percent. Everyone giving everything for Lincoln. Yeah. 3,000 fans there as well. Yeah. Brilliant atmosphere. Um, I managed to nick it in the end. Absolutely brilliant for non-league football. And then Sutton do that on the Monday night. And I just couldn't stop laughing. Ten pot club. Because all, all these Magic the FA Cup fans 
all these fans had gone with the FA Cup. The FA Cup's over. Oh, I would ban it from Anfield. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't yeah. I, I just I just want some some clubs on there just to refuse the end of the game like you made it done. Just put the final nail in the coffin. Yeah. And just bam, yeah. kick it off. Like, yeah. Um so just as we go on here, the the whole eight to one. What did you think of people um like you know, Gary Lineker and, and stuff like that there backing? Uh, I've seen a lot of people saying, "Yeah, but Jerry took it. It's, it's the, it's the sons or the, the scum's fault for putting out those odds up. So he, he was just right to take advantage of them. Uh, to only a bit of banter. What do you think of that? No, as a professional, I think he let his teammates down. Yeah. Um, I suppose he thought he was maybe trying to make a joke of the situation, and it's yeah. kind of fifteen minutes of fame. But no, not not for me. I think. But it, it's obviously, there must be in discipline at the very top level of the club for the ability for the, the goalie to do stuff like that. Even at halftime, I've seen pictures of him in the, in the, he was in, in the social club. You know, I, I don't think he was drinking, but at the same time... There was people saying he had a pint, but I don't think that was true. But at the same time, there's cameras following this guy about at halftime. It turned into the, the Wayne Shaw show. Yeah, yeah. I think he let a teammates down. He's probably let himself down. From what I read, he's, he had a good relationship with the club and he'd done a lot for them, but, um, yeah. Just yeah, it was just, it was really embarrassing and really cringy, and I'm absolutely delighted that it's gone down out of late balloon. Yeah. Um, but, uh, they did what they had to do, they did what they did, and... Yeah, it's, a, it's as we say, it's another kind of chapter in the joke that is the FA Cup. It's, uh, do you know what, it's a, a joke of... English football, it's just it's just constant. It's it um, it's hard to even go through an FA Cup weekend without listening to all those stupid cliches and the whole competition is just a cliche. It's like a WWE act. Yeah, big teams don't take it seriously. You get all the idiot fans from these wee stupid clubs that all come out for their fifteen minutes of fame. It's just rotten. I would understand it if those clubs were getting full houses every week, but they don't. No. They're sitting with empty crowds and then they, they play in the FA Cup and they draw a big team on their grounds rammed. So there's so many idiots that go and watch them. Just the village idiots from all those places like, you know, North of England. <laughs> all of Bury, <laughs> Rochdale, Hull. <laughs> <laughs> Anywhere in Yorkshire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if my aunt Betty's listening to this, he didn't do that. <laughs> no rugby league this weekend, so we'll go on. We'll lead pies and yeah. uh, take eight to one bets. All these things. <laughs> Basically, what, what you can read off uh, that weekend is the magic of the FA Cup is that you sell yourself to the devil. It's dead. And, it's dead. Uh, you eat pies. The FA so, Cup is dead. There you go. The FA Cup is dead. We just announced it on the sports bubble. Yeah. Um, we'll just continue on a little bit of football. Uh, the League Cup finals today. Yep. Um, I seen the first twenty five minutes, and then I was out and about, and I seen the last 15, 15 minutes. So mm-hmm. I've only read of sort of um, a little match report before we came on here to see how it went, and by all accounts, it seemed to happen were, were superb. Um, that's what uh, what I was reading. Uh, and then United had the big. I know he scored. You know, scored an unbelievable free kick, and he scored a good header. See the two goals that Forster could have done a wee bit better. Free kick. 
Well, it, it wasn't the right. It wasn't right in. No, I mean it would have been quite a big save. But the the head of goalie could have done better. But he, he seemed to have pulled his hamstring. I heard it in the radio that he'd done it. The last the winner. Yeah. I from point blank. Mm. But the, the thing is, that's that day he saves up. Don't know. Okay, that's fair enough. Um, but United got a trophy. No, Jose Mourinho was their first uh, manager to ever win a major trophy in his first season. Which is quite good. good yeah, it is good now. Um, I mean, he did spend three hundred million, so you'd expect him to win. Yeah. One or two trophies, but if he had to say that in September, October time, he no, he's turned it around. Like, yeah, he has. He's got them playing well, and he's got them a, a good, solid base. I still think they're way off winning the title, um, miles off. I think they'll punch above their weight to a degree, um, but there's so many average players, not in their team, but in their squad. Yeah. I think they're, they're weak. Um, I know we scored today, but people like Lingard, I don't think subbed it. Um, Centre half, still very weak. Small. How about if they can get someone in beside him, he's a bit raw. Okay, oh, yeah. you could, you could, like, don't get me wrong. I think he's strong and he's quick. Um, Smalling, I don't rate. Um, Valencia right back. Don't know how many more years you've got left in him. He obviously doesn't fancy Darmian. Or Luke Shaw. Or Luke Shaw, yeah. Um, Rojo seemed to. He's a bomb scare. Got himself back in the team by default near. He's like Dejan Lovren. You're just waiting on something mad mm-hmm. happening. Yeah, he's. I don't don't really rate him either. Um, and then midfield, and a sticky point. I don't really think Herrera. I, mean, I, I don't know. You know, fans I, might come out and say I'm gonna quit against this goal and say you know, I don't. Just I don't know what he actually brings to the, to I, the team. I love him, and that's hard to say because he, he wears their shirt. But I wish he was a good player. I think he's, I think he's, he's brilliant. I think he's very, very good. He's very, very effective. He starts everything like in midfield for them, pressing wise. And do you know what? Kante gets, he's very, he is very, very, very good as well. Kante gets a lot of praise, but he seems to kick the ball back to the opposing team a lot. And whereas Herrera, I don't, I've never seen stats to prove this. It's just from what I've seen. Doesn't seem to do that just as much, but he doesn't get as much praise as Kante. But I think he can be just as effective. I re- I do read. I mean, I think he's their. I think he's actually their best midfield, um, centre midfield player. Anyway. Okay, fair enough. No, I, like just any game, United game I've seen, and I know I'm gonna have United fans saying I'm talking nonsense, but I just mm-hmm. I haven't. I've been nonplussed. There hasn't been anything where I went. Well, that guy's amazing. Yeah. Um, he just seems to drift. In and out of games. And okay. The only time I really pay much attention is when he makes a silly challenge or he's booked. I don't know if that's a good thing, man. Maybe you... I, I like it. I like his nastiness. Uh, I think my own club misses that massively. We're the softest team. I'd never say we're the softest team in Premier League. What's no, Arsenal? Uh, after Arsenal. Arsenal, Arsenal. No, we're not that far off Arsenal. Um, we're maybe a wee bit like showing games on their club we'll, we can come back. Mm-hmm. But a soft, we're just. What I mean myself is we just don't kick enough people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and as someone that used to coach kids, I probably shouldn't say that, but we don't like we don't kick enough we people. Need, yeah, you need a good a good spine. Um, and in fairness, the Mourinho with United, he seems to he's got a, a good goalie. Um, Bailey strong at centre half. Still think there's a bit of work to do. Um, centre midfield, like I said, I still think they're a bit weaker, even with Pogba. 
I don't think he so, offers enough physically. But as a centre forward, Abramovich is different, different best though. I, I, I can't. I remember seeing him even in international football for Sweden. Um, now you're going back five, you're six years, even five, six years. I mean, he was he toured like John Terry was at the the peak of his game probably, and he tore him apart. And I, I don't know if it was just English arrogance because he was what 34, 35? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it just English arrogance that oh he's he's too old, he hasn't got the legs for this game? Because anytime, even in Europe for PSE, you know he may not have the legs, but his ability in the box is second to none. You give him a sniff, he scores. Um, headers, left foot, right foot, free kicks, dead balls, penalties, and he's got everything. I just. Yeah, to get him for free, like you said at the start, was and he looks like he's not getting younger, which is really worrying. If you don't support Manchester United, that's not, he never had pace. No, but I don't even tell me pace. moment <coughs> is physique. physique and his strength. You know, he's not he's not getting any weaker. Yeah. He's probably speaks volumes that he how he looks after himself. Probably away from that. If he was English or Irish, he'd have been done. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Okay. Well, he yeah. compare what what he is between Rooney. Uh, he's younger than him, isn't he? Is he? Uh, I think he is. Who's had the hardest paper around there? Uh, exactly. Um, what was I going to say there? I did. So, and this is the point I wanted to ask you. Actually, you don't rate Edison Cavani. No. Tell me why. Again, I just think he's a bit of a workhorse. <laughs> if I was, if I had all that money to spend, he wouldn't be top on the list. Would he not? No. Um, you didn't. You wouldn't. Have, you were at the cinema nights. So you wouldn't have seen his goal against Marseille there in the first half. No. A lovely, lovely chip. It's not Falcao level now. By the way, that goal is one of the best Champions League goals I've ever seen. Yeah. That was outrageous. Yeah. If I scored that, I'd still be bothered naked. Yeah. And that, that's another. There's another one. Falcao maybe hasn't the yes, physical right. attributes of Ibrahimovic. Um. I just think, like he, it's this whole primary thing of being an athlete and being big and being strong and being able to do it. Um, and it, I suppose Abraham, it, it suits him because he is big and strong, but he has the football and ability to match it. Um, See what's how physically isn't as big or as strong, but his football and ability and his finishing, oh, he was different gravy. Do you see what's happening in English football? We were talking about physicality, and we've talked about this before. We didn't even have this down to talk about in our notes, but it's just obviously come into the conversation. Um, and everyone's big and strong and fat. That's happening in French rugby. Yeah. And now they're for the French rugby team is well, I know they were unlucky against Ireland yesterday, but they're just completely different team to what everybody knows French rugby can play. Mm-hmm. It's flair team and loads of yeah. passing and it's fast and it's tricky and it's skilled and they're very yeah. adventurous. Now they're all big, huge, massive monsters. And that's exactly what's happening in English football. You don't get me wrong, I think you still need you still need some physical aspect. Oh yeah. Game, especially in a team sport. But you don't need every player and every mm-hmm. position has to have the ability to run up and down as fast as it can and win every Jump six goes. foot in the air. Exactly. To me, to me that I don't know if that's come from American sports, but it has its tech it's almost kind of took away the whole um kind of freedom of expression. That's why you get players like um Shakiri who do something magic um in a game and then you hear nothing of them for six weeks. Because again, I'll just pass them by. Yeah. You know, they haven't got the legs to run. You know, some average blood and snotters player. I'll just run them into the ground or force them into a defensive role, which doesn't suit them. Their manager hooks them at half time, 
and it's, it's probably robbing the fans from right. some decent footballers who can do things that instead of running about they can actually do things with the ball that you want to go and pay to see one of my favourite footballers that Liverpool had was Yari Lippmann yeah. and we didn't have him for that long uh, when he was coming to the end of his career but he was unbelievable every game he did something majestic with yeah. ball he wouldn't play in Liverpool yeah. he'd get done in yeah. yeah a lot of players are the only players now who with football in the ability um, who who do make it in England have a physical kind of nature to them as well. Suarez even was big and strong for the size of them. Like the likes of Silva and Coutinho can be brilliant at times, brilliant, brilliant. But what Hazard has over them is he's fast and he's Hazard looks like a pit bull dog, and those two look like two little poodles. You know what I mean? They look like little whippets. Whereas Hazard looks strong and he's built and he's quick yeah. as fuck. Those two aren't. But they're all three of them are brilliant to watch, like, yeah. and you could you'd, you'd be hard pushed to try and pick one if you want to pick a number ten for your team. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you're right. Like, unless you have those attributes, like when Yaya Toure arrived in the Premier League, yeah. Toure was definitely gravy. Like, yeah. He, he just, and he just hit it. It, it, make, it makes me think that this season, the Champions League, and I'm, I'm I probably will probably end up with egg on my face. I'm thinking Bayern Munich or Juventus could potentially be the teams because they have a good blend of both. I like the Italian football because they never bought into the whole physical aspect of it. Um, the fitness stuff, yes, run, 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 but they kind of paid more attention to the tactical side of things than you know the the athlete, you know, and, and building people up physically. They kind of appreciate it. Okay, with a small player, he's technically very good. Let's work on him tactically rather than bulk them up there, make them run longer, make them jump higher. You know, they, they try to, to kind of work on the, the knowledge of the game rather than the physical attributes. Did you see um, John Terry's interview with Steven Gerrard? No. no. He was talking about how when Conte arrived, like they hadn't been doing um, a lot of just running. Yeah. They'd been doing a lot of football stuff. And obviously, if you look at John Terry, he's massive. Yep. He's a massive um, human being, and they've just been doing beforehand with previous managers just a lot of them pre-season football technical stuff, and then obviously they must have been doing their weights and all. Whereas Antonio Conte took them for like two weeks of just straight running. Yeah, and he says he's never ran so far in his life. It was just running. It wasn't nothing to do with. I don't think he didn't mention anything about weights or anything. He mentioned <coughs> it, but it was just running, 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 get them fit. Yeah, but and you could see that from the Italian Euro, mm, Euro team. That's what. A lot of the Italian teams have is that they're more like a, well, from what I see, they're more like long distance teams, mm-hmm. whereas English teams maybe are set up for pure sprint brute strength, yeah, to bully and sit teams sit teams down, so to speak. Instead of uh, if you look at it like say mixed martial arts, you do the grappling, yeah, whereas they're the little whippets at times. You know what sort of yeah, what I mean yeah. by that? Um, one thing I've mentioned Italian football Roberto Baggio was 50 Happy oh, birthday oh, what a bio like what an absolute bio same birthday sure birthday do you eh? yeah. you're damn to beat our tricker <laughs> you need to get the wee rat too I had it done as a child like. <laughs> um, if, if you don't know who Roberto Baggio is I highly doubt it but if you don't you shouldn't be listening to this show <laughs> but keep listening to this show um, and YouTube just YouTube Roberto Baggio free kicks yeah. They're just outrageous, like they're yeah, just unbelievable. He was just different gravy, and uh, Italian. We talk about Italian football, and we are going to do a podcast on it because there's another fella who'd like to get talking about it as well. Um, but yeah, with Roberto Baggio, I still still hate the fact that he missed that penalty in the World Cup. You know, yeah, that's the first time I 
Yeah, it would have been 1994. First time I cried over football. Yeah, what a great player. I just loved him, that World Cup, just... Yeah. And he was just brilliant, like. Um, so, yeah, we'll just... We'll, we'll finish that off. Bit of, oh, Celtic, what did that finish up? For the weekend? Yeah. 2-0. I seen them belly, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jürgen, get the deal done. Just bring him to Anfield, please. None of this messing about. Like, if he ends up joining someone like Chelsea United, for fuck's sake... And Leon tonight, or not last night, they said they're up for um, San Lacazette. He scored 25 goals. I suppose you don't like him either. I'm not letting you away, actually, with Cavani stuff. I will go back to that in a minute, too. No, do you know who I've been really impressed with? And not just on the game during the week. Mbappe? Yeah. Oh, definitely. He's brilliant. Yeah. He looks a, he looks a proper player, like. Yeah. Speed, can finish. He even stands like Thierry Henry. Yeah. Good player. Yeah, his finish against... Um, he doesn't get talked about because of Falcao's ridiculous chip, but it was outstanding. Like. Yeah. Um, I do rate Edison Cavani. I think he's brilliant. I think he's one of the top strikers in world football. Uh, you just look at him here as if shut your face, but um, I just he is a workhorse. But he can he scored forty goals this year for club and country this season alone. Thirty five for his club and five for what are you saying? For? I'm just <laughs> five for your guys. Just course <laughs> <laughs> he would probably shoot the premiership down there right? he would smash goals in, in the Premier League yeah um, right we will did you hear what happened with Roy McIlroy that's just the Trump thing yeah what do you Pre- think? sorry President Trump yeah you better get right here I don't want to get a laser on the forehead again what do you think of um, from I, I just think that this statement other things I maybe disagreed with in the past, and I don't think Roy McIlroy likes putting himself in positions where um, it looks like he's being political in fairness. Um, and whoever advises him obviously puts him out to make these statements. But on this occasion, I, I actually agreed with the statement. What I, I don't see, if you're invited to play, it doesn't mean, you know, one thing or another. Some people will decide. Some people won't. But it doesn't mean it doesn't mean you support him or, in any way. Um, I don't know. I, I just think it's kind of blown out all proportion. A big, it's a you know, and it, he's exactly right what he says. It, it doesn't matter about who the president was. He he had no say in it. Not even American. You know. So if you're going to be invited, he says out of respect of a kind of title. You know, you have to have to go to those things and I'm, I'm sure he probably has sponsors telling him to do it yeah um, but I, I, occasionally I, I couldn't see anything wrong I, I don't like uh, Trump um, I was a bit like oh he's went and played golf with Trump but I wasn't like but he wasn't was invited he, yeah I know he was invited I, I have no I've no it wasn't like he sort of. sought out you know <coughs> no. President Trump it's not like he's out drinking with him or endorsing was, his campaign or anything exactly or, exactly it was a it seemed to be just... He played a football. Yeah. Was it a full round? I think it was, yeah. I think it was. Okay. Because, yeah, because he said Trump score. Okay. Um, but, I mean... And, and do you know what? I think Roy McIlroy is just one of those athletes where no matter what he does, people will just try and fire stuff at him. Uh, especially here. On, on, in he, Ireland, made a, he made a pig year of the whole Olympics thing. He did, he, he did make a pig year of the whole Olympics. And, and I think he regrets it. Yeah. But we'll never know when we might know. I don't know. Is, is I, it, is it just, with Paul Kimmage? Yeah. I just get the feeling that 
when he went to was causing such a stir over who he was going to pick the player for, um, the whole Zika virus thing was his easy out. Um, I think when he seen people who went and played, um, there was no issue at all. I, I genuinely think he regrets it now. If he'd just come out and said, I don't want to play in the Olympics because I don't want to play in the Olympics. Yeah. Bang. That's it. Done and dusted. Nobody has anything. Because he let, it was his own fault and his team's fault he let it fester. Yeah. And then with on, and people were able to, to throw stuff at him and yeah. this and that. But I, I, I just don't, I don't think he gets a fair run of it. Um, In fairness though, maybe he is this mentality which is detrimental. You think of a size of um, Ireland and even in the UK, I don't even think people would have been that much bothered by the whole thing. So it's really only Ireland that it was an issue in. Yeah. Um, would that have made much difference to his, his ability to earn money? Because, well, because Ireland... the Irish Open, if you're really a big a golf fan and an Irish golf fan, mm. look what he's done for the Irish Open. Mm. Unbelievable stuff, but putting money into it. And look how much it meant him to win it yeah. last summer. So, uh I, I don't I, like the I, guy. I, I, I do. I, I like him as a as a golfer. I, I, I when I watch golf and he's playing, I do want him to win. <coughs> Unless you know he's playing. Um, I, I hate golf. I, I, I don't. Um, he seems to have a good attitude in terms of will to win. Yeah. Oh, um, I. I just think sometimes he can come across as a wee bit I'd, cocky. I don't know if he means that or not, but um, I think people as well seem to think that. Roy McIlroy goes out to win golf tournaments for us, for me and you, or for the, yeah, he doesn't. Roy McIlroy wins tournaments for himself. He doesn't give two fiddlers about us, yeah. and that's the way it should be. That's the way the best athletes are. Yeah. Well, uh, the whole outrage this year annoyed me. Um, we got a lot of these people on social media that are. If I, I might get this wrong. Some politics is useless. Is it left wing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and the liberals, yeah. Lib- yeah, okay. They're jumping on and saying, What's he doing with Trump? He should know better. He should have went for a game around the golf with Jeremy Corbyn, Moses. But, um, and then nobody, or well, people will comment on it. But the fact that we're, we had a Formula One Grand Prix in United Arab, United Arab Emirates, mm-hmm. where they still stone people to death. Yeah. And um, we had the World Squash Championships in Egypt, where if. But you can't. You can't kind of look at those and go, oh, equally. No, these are worse. Uh, yeah, but we're, ma- we're getting away from the sport and we're saying that from a moral point of view, should we be having these sporting events? You know, you could look at things that happen here and go, do we deserve some sporting events? We're over some some opinions here. Mm. The xenophobia in, in the UK, does that mean then that ch- the Champions League voted for practice? Well, let's have, have no more Champions League games then in the UK. You can't have that opinion on everything because it's a political matter. Okay. You just have to treat it for what it is. If you're invited to something like that, you just stand and you say, look, it's, it's not a political decision. If I'm invited, I'll go along and do it. I mean, you know, the politicians in his own country are going to meet with him so why is it an issue because he plays golf and he plays around it yeah that's my point this is a bigger issue people have made Roy McIlroy meeting Trump for golf a far bigger issue right yeah. maybe I'll pick you up with him a far bigger issue and as if it's some big horrible massive mad thing Trump hasn't actually done done anything yet he's just said a load of mad bonkers and human okay, stupid yeah. stupid stuff like he is he is but, but he, aside, he, he aside, might do aside, something aside away from whatever his beliefs are in the, 
that's what Michael Roy's saying. It doesn't matter. Exactly. It doesn't. It doesn't matter if Trump did stone people to death or had people stone to death. He wasn't invited by Donald Trump. He was invited by the president's office. That's right. his point, and that's where I can say, okay, you, he was showing respect to the to the office. So you can't really turn around and say, oh, he's pro-Trump or he's against Trump. No, no. I think no. his statement was was well worth yeah. and I would say it was. Yeah, you, I, I couldn't really fault him for it. I think the people that are is, is yeah, you get the, the idiots and the online idiots who, are, who make, you know, if they're that concerned about it, get out on the streets and protest. Yeah. That's my opinion. That's what it. I'm saying. That they're the more outraged by this year, but you never hear them. I don't hear them anyway. Maybe I don't follow them people on Twitter. Be outraged. <laughs> Some of the things I've just said, yeah. gone on. If they're that outraged by, by Roy McIlroy meeting the President of the United States, why not that outraged that we're having these events? And other, you know, and yeah. you're talking about Champions League and Brexit, that could be one thing, and people are going, oh no, like, UEFA could go, we're not having it there, she's, you don't want to be, like, we're not having it, your teams can't play. That would have been some laugh. If yeah. UEFA had to turn around and said, but your top four teams can't play in our tournament anymore, so you're not. Yeah. You'd have wondered what way people would have voted then, but we're going into the political podcast, and that's not what we're part of. Um, so yeah, you're you don't Roy McIlroy, you think you did nothing wrong? Nothing wrong, no. and that's not that's not a political opinion or no, no, no. Trump that's just he was invited. He's a sports and he's an athlete. So, and I, I if you read a statement, a statement hits me on the head. It basically says that it says that. I was invited by the president's office. It was invited by Donald Trump. Yeah. So if if he was if he was lazing it up and, and, and giving it the big one with Donald Trump and pints in the bar and all that sort of stuff, separate to to an invite, then it's a different matter. But the fact was it was an invite, and it should just be taken at face value. Yeah. He won't be the first, um, and he's not going to be the last either. Plus, this is for the PGA Tour. Yeah. Uh, in America. Which and Trump probably, has a lot of, exactly uh, swearing and there's probably yeah. a whole lot of financial yeah. stuff going on in the background I think people I want us all to be Castro's or something mad or some sort of massive you know thing and but stand up like, but you can't do that like, it's you know, a you golf sport they're yeah. all that they're all that like, um, idiots idiots uh, what else do we have oh we have GA Congress with the Congress. yeah you tell me about this one because yes. I although I play I haven't really you, you, don't, you couldn't give a fiddlers about Congress. No, no. I, I couldn't. Um, what do you think about the Players Association? The Club Players Association? Like you're a club player. We, so. we got invites and all for that. Um, and I kind of filled out a, yeah. a survey and all. Um, it's, I, I just think, I, I, we spoke about this before. I think there's a huge disconnect happening with it at the moment. And I don't it's it's I, getting bigger by the day. I don't, I don't know where it's going. Um, I think it's it eventually is going to end up as a professional sport. I think the, the balls it's, you can't stop it now. No, it's, no, it's it's on the march. And I, but as a professional sport, is there much expansion available to them? You know, you're going to see some really daft things coming into the sport from what and because from what I believe. And keep me right, you know the whole Congress thing, but what I believe basically the bread and butter of the association has been bucked out the window in favour of more games, uh Crow Park, condensing county um county games into three month period was it? The well, summer it, period, so yeah. May to August they're taking a month basically off the season, condensing the game in. So a team you were saying a team 
to get to the last eight. Yeah, so basically, if you haven't heard, they've come up with a new concept. It's going to come in 2018. Called, and they're calling it the Super 8. But Croke Park doesn't like it being called Super 8. But everyone's calling it the Super 8. Um, and what happens is the four provincial winners, they all go into two groups. Uh, it'll be like Leinster and Connacht in one group and Ulster and Munster winners in the other group. And then what'll happen is the provincial losers will play the four left from the qualifiers. Yeah. They'll play off against each other and then those winners will go into the groups accordingly. And then you have a round robin. Do you know like a Champions League group stage, basically, like the way I think the way it used to be? They all play each other once or twice. Once, I think. Just yeah. a round robin, just play each other once. And then there'll be the four semi-finalists. And then it'll be the final in August of 29th, I think it's going to be. Okay. So basically, what they should have really done was just say, because what's going to happen is it's going to be the, the top four, eight, the top eight teams are in the league already that year. Division yeah. one are going to play in a round robin in August, or July and August, and that is <coughs> off the championship. Which is what should, like, that just makes sense. I, I don't know. I, I played Gaelic for minors one year, and I played Hurling for four or three years, maybe. So... Um, I don't play anymore, so it's probably a bit rich for me talking about it and being so annoyed by it. But how, do, how does the GA, in my eyes anyway, how do they not see that their best format is the league uh-huh. and to turn it around and use it as your championship? How do they not see that that's their best format? Provincial, provincial championships are, are done. Yeah. Nobody cares about them. Oh, yeah. well, not that nobody cares, so that's not that nobody cares about them, but well, nobody cares about Leinster. Uh-huh. Like, because Dublin are going to win it, yeah. it's inevitable. Um, Monster and Tipperary came through and that was brilliant but it's, it's really going to be Cork or Kerry and then if Cork can get themselves get their act together it'll be those two Connacht Mayo Galway and what's common coming through and that's a wee bit less but Mayo should really smash that and come through and Ulster's the only one where you can think well there's three teams maybe there that can push each other yeah. Mon and Tyrone and Donegal but nobody really cares like it's the provincial it's just it's just done Get even, get rid of it. Even the league now, Philly, I just I think have, the league's I, good format. I have no interest in it but whatsoever. It's, it's even I mean used to always when when they when they shook it up a wee bit with the backdoor system, it was a bit of novelty for a while. But I think even now players just don't bother with it anymore. I think I think what's happening is like <coughs> say like I'll, I'll use myself to so say I was on and a balance team, right? And we had a, a player off in the county. I wasn't able to play a match for six weeks, but then I keep going on, so then that goes on to eight weeks. Then I have a holiday booked. We're back playing club championship. I miss it. Yeah. Because of the one holiday. Or if I'm really... So essentially game, you train all year and you... You play about four or five games and yeah. or whatever, and your games are all spread out. Yeah. In a mad row. Yeah. Did, like... Well, this is the thing. What they've done is they've basically... But everybody who make up the organisation and play it um, as a sport, just to the club pair basically, their their whole lifeblood is out the window. The people who essentially pay them the money is out the window because, like you say, um, they've been told now, oh, don't be booking holidays on such certain dates. Everything's geared towards or counties got go through to the next stage postpone all the games, postpone all the games. So you're training from January. Most clubs will yep. train from January. Their legs will start March, April time. The whole way and they're maybe their whole summer, if they're if their county has a good run, their whole summer will just be a wipeout. 
and then they'll rush through their games at the end of the season whenever nobody really cares. They maybe have holidays booked, kids are going back to school. What's the, it, it just it defies logic. It's a, it's it's really re- reaching the point where of no return where they just might as well go professional. Yeah. And just separate and say, okay, this is professional. If they think you're what do you call it, they'll give you a salary, they'll take you aside. And that's your job, and you don't play for your club anymore. You're, you're, gonna, you're gonna get boys as well, and I know it is happening, but there's gonna be more and more just gonna say, I can't, I'm not playing for the kind anymore. Like, oh, it's old, it is yeah. happening now, but even more and more and more. Like, you look at, see, if I was trying from slot me, I wouldn't give, I wouldn't care about that. I would just want to play for slot me, do you know what yeah. I mean? And just that whole club, and they were very unlucky with the hurlers that they went out, and that was a shame because that would have been an historic moment, but. That club just seems to be such a, from what you can see from outside, looking in, such a massive tight unit. Yeah. And if I was them, it would just be all be focused about them. It wouldn't be, I don't care about the, the day, Jerry, you know, that sort of way. Yeah. And you just, I just look at it. And I, but then I, other clubs and other on the county board will look down their nose at, at stuff like that. You know, yeah. they should say, oh, you're buying into the, you know, the county and the greater good. But the club should always be first. In, be my, opinion, in my opinion, yeah. But then, this whole thing of oh you're training with down this weekend sorry your club of a game sorry you're you're not playing for them you're coming for us to train to stand the cold or are you coming for us to get physio yeah <clears throat> um oh I heard it on it was in the news talker Joe.ie and I kept, they didn't mention who he was but there's a Gaelic footballer I can't remember I didn't remember they mentioned him um no it was a hurler actually and he was at Kilkenny and he was. Uh, he wasn't fit, but he was meant to get physio, and they said, well, and he was going to play for his club, and they said, before you play for our club, our physio is going to come down and tape you up and get you ready for the match, instead of the club's physio, because they didn't trust what the club physio was doing. Mm-hmm. For, and, but yet, it's a Kilkenny club playing for a club. Do you know, that's a bit yeah. like, yeah. how you meant to buy in, but I know Kilkenny obviously are very successful, but that's just, if that's what they're doing, imagine what the likes of Loud and Longford and all doing, if they have money behind them, when they're not trusting so it just it just seems like a it seems like it was two distractions yeah, of the GA and it's just the club side and the other is obviously the club side and the current side but it just seems massively split. It's been, it 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 should just kind of follow you do follow the route of boxing just amateur this is amateur and if you're a really good amateur at your club and a county is willing to make an offer by all means <coughs> they'll obviously just make a split. What would what would you do to the championship? Um. If, if you're going now, right now, mm. I think it's a lost cause. There's nothing that they could probably do that would make it more exciting apart from um, seeding the teams. I would, my idea would... I'm, I'm doing like groups of four, so, you know, having Dublin, an Ulster team, a Connacht team, and a, yeah. and a Munster team all in together, like it's a Champions League team. Yeah, scenario. I would split it. The top division one, division two teams, division three, division four, and see division three and division four. They play for a cup that's going to be on a Krug Park and have their day in Krug Park. So they're not playing for nothing, mm-hmm. right? And if you win that, you go up okay. into the next group. And if you, if you, I don't know how you'd work it where a team falls out of it or whatever, vice yeah. versa, it comes down. But what you said, you have your your two, your two groups, your two leagues of sixteen, playing for three different tournaments. Your four groups in each. I think it would be much better. A much better project, and also. You see your mechanic cups, and uh, you've been those. Yeah. By the way, well done, St Mary's and winning Sigerson. Nine hundred students at St Mary's, and something like thirty-two 
Now, isn't that uh, UCD? That's yeah. <laughs> a major one. So well done on that. But and then you have you get rid of those Dubby cups, the mechanic cups, whatever they are, in the other provinces yeah. out of the road. You play a championship within say maybe April and July or something. Three three months. Mm. Bash bash bosh gone. Then you at least have a bit of the summer to play your club games. There's no point in club. Would you do away with the league then? Or would yeah. you use the league on a, on a championship as one? You use it as one. So just take away the league? Yeah. I, 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 I think... Because yeah, there's your, two, club, there's your club two, players then get, yeah, get they've, they've, summer they've, football. They've tried to milk. They've tried to milk the whole league thing as well. Like it's a whole you know, money, money making scheme. There could be a way where you, you keep the league going and that's fair enough. But it, you need... Why club don't they, players aren't getting... Why the don't they make a, a rule or something like that for the league then that you have to have... You're only allowed to play five players over the age of 21. Yeah. Something, but they don't... There hasn't even... I don't know if there's been even discussions like that. It just seems... Yeah, well, I don't know. What you could, what I would do is you could have your... If you still had your provincials, you'd have them, say, March, done. Then you'd be done in March. No replays, but there's no replays, by the way. That's another thing that's been brought in, which is good. I don't like replays in anything anyway, so yeah. there's no replays. Um, you do your provincials in, say, March, smash out of the road, then you do your championship from April to July. Everyone's, everything's done, everyone's happy. Then club players get August, September to play in the sun. Okay. And when it's good, well, the pitches are dry, yeah. a bit of football. <coughs> Male footballers, I think, were playing, finishing up games madly last year or the year before in October, November. And even on in December, and this was like league games to get them all boxed off before they could even go for a provincial championship or a county championship. Then I think that's just ridiculous. Like. I'll supersede that one with a down league, yeah. division one. What happened? Um, the final is in this season for last season. So, Kilcoo play Castle Allen this season, as in 2017, to see who won the league in 2016. Big that. Why don't they just share it? Um, I think Kilcoo were miles ahead of them. Um, but the way it goes, it goes into a final. So the top oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. play in a final. Well, could they really be ours? Kilcoo, because they won the Down Championship, went to go to Ulster. Oh, so yes. they then had the series right. and we're not playing the league. The league at the date that they specified because of the conflicts with... And Down Board wouldn't leave it? No. I think then there was... I don't know if there was threats of whatever, but it's now been agreed that um, it has to be played this this season. I think it's early on when the first game. That's just, like just ridiculous. It just kind of sums the whole thing up. Yeah, it does actually. In all common, uh, this is we're rounding a ring up. Uh, Ireland won a really crucial game yesterday. Yep. Well done, Roy Best. He, he played. He played quite well. Twenty-two lineouts completed out of twenty-two. That's not bad. Um, I thought it was quite funny that... Called it on Scotland, by the way. Said they won more games. You did. Just That's fair enough. You and, did. And if they have a good handicap bet against England, get on Scotland. Fancy? Yeah. That'd be class. I, I, would, I would like that. Is that next week? <laughs> that is... No, it's the week after. Where's it in? Um, Murrayfield? I think it's in Twickenham. Because then England come to Dublin. So I think it's Twickenham. Still, if you can get... If you're offering... If they're offering Scotland plus six, get on them. Get on Okay. Good win against France. Um, what else happened? Manny Pacquiao is going to punch Amerika in the face. Yeah. 
good fight. I don't understand how it's happening. There seems to be a bit of a split in Pacquiao's camp because for, for ages, Bob Arm was, no, this ain't, this ain't happening. But the two fighters seem to have kind of took it up to their side and discussed it and made the deal. They seem to be quite friendly. Like. I think, that, yeah, well, they obviously backed out of the wild card together. Yeah. Um, and they had um, Freddie Roach as a trainer at the one time. Um, and they did the sparring all together, so I'd say it's pretty, pretty close to it. It's a, it's a good fight for, for both fighters. Um, be very exciting fight. But I just, it's Are you a, looking it's a weird one. To it more than you would Mayweather and McGregor. Oh yeah. Yeah, me too. Mayweather and McGregor's on a band. And yeah, I think it will happen. Uh, and I think probably uh, Mayweather will win. But I hope they knock each other out, which is said on Twitter, uh, which would be hilarious. But it won't happen. But um, yeah, no, that Pacquiao fight's quite interesting. Like, yeah. Like, like I'm, as soon as I'm McCann gets hit in the chin, he's gonna fall over. But if he can run around and, and be as quick as he is, at times he could trouble him for a while, but I think Pacquiao will catch him like he did happen, something that way. Uh, it'd be real interesting. I'd like to see Pacquiao with someone who's as quick as him. Yeah. Um, Amerikan is definitely an absolute flint. His hands are unbelievable. Yeah. It's just his chin. Just He just leaves him. Well, it's, it's hard to say it against Canelo Alvarez because if he hit... Can I have Elvis hit the big show? The big show would feel yeah. it like, you know what I mean? But the worst one I thought was the Danny Garcia, the Danny Garcia one, because he was punching the head off Garcia at that time. Yeah, but it was yeah, it was almost like he, Garcia knew. He's fighting Thurman soon, isn't he? Yeah, next week. Yeah, next week we've got that. Then we've got uh, Golovkin around the corner. Johnny Donaghy reminded us of that. Yes. Yeah. Cheers, J- Cheers, JD. JD. Um, um, we've also got them um, Joshua and Klitschko, which. Oh, and Hey Baldy. Yes. Next week. That was on Sky tonight. If you can get it on catch up, it's yeah. uh, their countdown. Who you, who you fancy that one? I hope. Less is going to sound better because it's against Everton. But I hope Hey wins. I don't like Tony Baldy. I think he's just too much. I just, I just can't have him. He's too much. Um, and I don't like Hey either. But I would like, I think. Okay, I remember I don't hope Hey wins. But I think Hey wins. Tony, people don't realise Tony Baldy. Works himself into works the other fighters into a shoot. It's all just a shoot for him, and I think he needs to do it because he genuinely yes. comes across it as a decent gay. I see. I I the following on Twitter. Him. I think he's a decent gay, um, good family man. But he must need to psych himself up to hate his opponent, and I think that he almost works. Can he play centre midfield? Yeah, but to me though, to David Hay seems to be a bit rattled with all that stuff, and he says really bizarre things that are yeah. really off, off. I'm not. I wouldn't be. I'm not a fan of Hay either. Um, there's just something strange about him, like. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I think, I think Hay wins. If he catches him early, he wins. If it goes into later rounds, <coughs> that you would have a good chance. And we have Andy Lee coming up as well. Mm-hmm. Did you see Andy Lee's tweet? No. Um, the, ah, just, the, his opponent's name's gone out of my head. Um, anyway, he had done an interview where he talked about how he doesn't read Andy Lee or something. He's gonna, I think he's going to beat him. I say said four Who's this? Andy Lee's opponent. Right. I can't remember his name. Yeah, is it Kevin? That's useless. That's good, isn't it, for a podcast? But anyway, 
and Andy Lee quoted the tweet and just said, get in the fucking sea. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did see this one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I love as a comment back to people anyway. Like, yeah. we're getting the bin. I like to use. So I just thought that was brilliant. Like, so I'm looking forward to seeing that. Yeah. Thought we could see on the lead back in there. Yeah. And it won't be too long before we see you make a comment. Yeah, it's a hot Which is a couple of couple of good fights. We're coming into the fight season now. Yeah. March to March to November. <clears throat> what about RTE not showing the amateur? Yeah. What's going on there? Like, it's your gay, isn't it? The, Kind of head of sport in RT. Ryan Agent. Yeah, big rugby. Big rugby head. Comes you, out and says that there's no money, nor it's too, they don't get enough value for money for boxing, amateur boxing, when it's really, you could say, pound for pound, what, what do you get your value for? It's the best value you'll get in Irish sport. Um, for him to say that on Twitter was completely bizarre. I think, I think it's absolutely horrible. Um, and I'm not... I'm, I do, I do love my boxing, I'm not like a boxing fanatic, but I, I think I always loved watching it, like, and yeah. seeing, like, yeah, I mean, even sometimes you know you know someone too, and you're like, oh, yeah. but I just think for us, <coughs> RT, not to show it at all, I just think was a really terrible, terrible decision. Yeah, but that's it, been like that the last few years, but PT4 picked up the, picked up the mantle, um, but yeah, there's something needs done about that, like, yeah. yeah. The whole amateur scene because even this year the Ulster um the Ulster elites didn't even take place. So they just cancelled them, which is just obviously your elite Ulster Ulster boxers fighting at the supposed to be at the Ulster Hall game. Yeah. And all got knocked on the head. Um it's a bit of a shame because thinking back when the seventies and eighties, there were always huge events, the Ulster yeah. seniors, which would now be the Ulster Elite. Um, I don't know one guy who was um, well prepared for it and was going after them at a, a decent weight and would have been a huge experience for him. And yeah, got word, had dad at all over Christmas, um, was getting himself into really good shape for it um, for January and they were cancelled just after Christmas. Which was, yeah. Is that from the club? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, Let's hope they get that sorted because, you know, for people like that, boxing in a like the Ulster Hall, yeah, um, against elite fighters who would all go on and probably fight in the All Irelands, um, would have been a huge experience. But wasn't the big. Oh well, well we will. Uh, is there anything else to, to comment on? Anything else before we finish off? No. What's coming uh, up this week? There's no. I don't get it. Champions League this week? No. No. Don't think there is. Um. But we so rugby next week? No, there's no internationals. There is Liverpool, I know, playing Arsenal on BT. Yeah. Liverpool play Leicester tomorrow. Claudia and Yanni was sacked. We haven't even talked about that. That's a pod in itself. Ah, yeah, they did. Fair enough. Um, that's just madness. That's football. Kicking you clean in the stones again as a fan. Yeah. Um, but sure. Uh, yeah, so we'll be back again, all being well. Uh, next week so hopefully some more mad stuff happens in sport and we'll talk about Claudio as well because I think Leicester I hope Leicester go and get Nigel Pearson back so we can just have a podcast and just laugh on our heads off I hope they bring a son back hey Nigel Pearson's son <laughs> <laughs> oh god right. just so that video can come out again yeah that'd be a good laugh um, <laughs> that, that'll not cause Leicester any issues uh, right we'll end, we'll end on that bombshell <laughs> Uh, all the best and keep at us on Facebook and Twitter at the Sports Bubble.
All right. Um, and let us know what, this, what the crack is and what you think. Cheers. Right. Good luck. See ya. <laughs>